Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Hey, it's Dave. I just heard Alex Jones got a call from Trump. I hope you guys have an exit plan. Hi, Cecil and Tom. Um, I really appreciate your 100-day show. And um, I just wanted to add, you know, you were talking about supporting local groups, teaching people to speak English, teaching technology skills. And if you want to encourage people to support all of that, tell them to support their libraries. I'm a librarian, and at my library, we have free citizenship classes, free English classes for people who speak Spanish. Um, I live on the border, so that's our main goal there. Um, we also have uh, free computer classes. We have free everything. Everything is free, and it's wonderful and awesome, and people need to take advantage of their libraries. So support your local library, and if you haven't visited your library in a while, go do it. It's awesome. Thanks, Tom and Cecil. You guys rule, and glory hole, motherfucker. Hey, guys. This is Travis Collin from Mississippi. I uh, just had a thought that occurred to me this morning. About four to eight years from now, there's going to be a Trump library opening up. Just let that sink in for a minute. The Trump library. Anyway, hope you guys are having a good day. Glory hole. Hey, fellows, this is Jamie calling. I'm the friend that Cecil mentioned who called him after the rally in Chicago on the day after the election. By the way, can I just say how absurd I find it when right-wingers call it a riot and claim that we're all paid protesters and then talk about how liberals live in a bubble? Amazing. Anyway, I took some video and photos of that rally, and I'm hoping to attend many more. I work in a school with a lot of undocumented students, and this election has had a terrible impact on them. Knowing that our community has their back was huge for them. So thanks for the show of support, fellow liberals, and keep them coming. The kids I teach really need it. that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live. From Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at. This is episode 326 of Cognitive Dissonance, and you gave me a look like, hey, you just added one successfully to the number we simply recorded one hour ago. Well, no, I changed the notes. So I know. Oh, you did? Look at that. <laughs> I know for sure that you were going to get it right. Yeah, the, uh, the, uh, this is a Thursday show, and um, this is a show that is one week after President-elect Trump <laughs> is in office. <laughs> But we are going to instead uh, cover a lot of other stuff that yes, doesn't we have are. anything to do with Trump. This is going to be a Trump-free yeah. episode. Yeah, this is Trump-ish. Trump, Trump light? Trumpy? Trump diet Trump? 
Yeah. Watered down. It's like it's like the Urnbrut of Trump. It's not Trump, quite. Trump looks like he fucking he did like a like a stripper poured water on me thing <laughs> in Iron Brew. Like he looks <laughs> like the bitch from Flashdance had a bucket of that shit and pulled it and it fucking dropped all over. It's yeah. like remember that guy who had all the colloidal silver and turned blue <laughs> and turned blue and turned yeah. blue the Papa Smurf dude exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's like this. It's like Trump basically Urnbrut himself yeah, exactly. into the <laughs> into the Oompa Loompa <laughs> stage. <laughs> Fucking fell into being <laughs> fat of it. All right. So uh, I don't know. Like, is this good news for Jim Baker's business plan? I, think, I don't here, think. You know, that's the thing is I'm wondering where Jim Baker. Now, this this story is from the 26th. Uh, it was a different world, It was buddy. a different world back then. But this is from Right Wing Watch. Big shock. And this is uh, the Jim Baker show. Nuclear war is coming. Maybe. Oh, no. But buckets would yeah, help. Yeah, almost certainly buckets I would bet, help. I bet you buckets know, will solve the, the problem. You can always hyperventilate into the bucket at some point when you're going to a panic attack. You know, question before it even starts. You can use buckets for furniture. Can you build a bucket bunker? As long as you had some sort of epoxy to hold those what if buckets you had, together. What if you had concrete buckets or lead-lined mm. concrete buckets? Could you have a bucket bunker? Because if you could have a bucket bunker... I think you have an obligation to build a bucket bunker. I bet you. So he sells <laughs> generators, but I bet you he sells other stuff to sort of bunkerize your house. I oh, bet. I bet he does. Yeah, bunker building does. Bunker, bunker stuff. Bunker stuff. Bunker building buckets. Rubber baby bug, buggy. <laughs> it's the most fun thing to say. Rubber baby buggy bunkers. All right, here we go. The Supreme Court. I think it's so important. Yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, I think other people do too, Jim. <laughs> you know. Yeah. One of the three branches of our government. <laughs> It's super dupes important. So important. It's it's so important. Hold on a second, Jim. Let me answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, look at the complete 2017 expandable fuelless generator. Yeah. How would a generator work without? Well, you've got a shit in it. <laughs> what would you've got a, fuel- a shit in it? A fuelless generator just produces electricity from magic. <laughs> <laughs> if you add that, you don't need to wait for an apocalypse. All you right, just get so, free energy. So now we got to look it up. Hold on a second. What is a fuelless generator? A fuelless generator is a device that stores power and can be used to run almost anything requiring electrical current. The reason it generates the title fuelless is because traditional generators use some type of fuel. <laughs> <laughs> Usually gasoline to create an electric current. For example, Honda has a blah, blah, blah. Fuel centers are less messy than their fuel-requiring counterparts. It's a solar generator, isn't it? Yeah, it's an outlet connecting Wait. them to solar panels. So there's no stinky exhaust. So he has a he has a solar generator. That's yeah. a, it's not a fuelless generator. It's a solar panel uses, and a battery. It uses solar power, which right. is the fuel. Right, but it uses it's a solar panel and a battery. That's what it is. That's not a generator. Look at that's how much it costs. Not a generator. Look at how much it costs. It's twenty four hundred dollars. Yeah, except for it says Jim Baker sells it oh. the combo for twenty five. You can and, get it in an EMP bag. Yeah. Oh an my EMP god! Bag? An EMP bag. Click on EMP bag. Oh. Is it just a bag that that blocks it's, it's electromagnetic a, yeah, pulses? It's, a, it's probably it's like, like a, a Faraday bag. cage. It's like a lead bag or something. I, yeah, I bet it's like a. I bet yeah. It, yeah, it's a basically like a portable Faraday cage. Yeah. Oh Holy god, shit. he sells all kinds of. Oh, I fucking love this guy. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I also want to comment on the delightful irony of these guys selling solar panels yeah. when the right is so dead set against solar energy sure. and alternative energy oh, yeah, resources. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, on the one hand, they're like, we got to drill into the fucking face of fucking exactly. George Washington. Yeah. <laughs> like, we will put a fucking yeah. oil well like a fucking zit yeah, we'll, on the we'll fucking tap Mount his nose. We'll tap his right? nose and just turn it on just and just see a <laughs> <laughs> 
would just pour right the fuck right. out of it. Yeah. We'll give fucking Franklin Roosevelt a fucking big gushy bloody nose. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We don't give a fuck. Yeah, we'll right? skull fuck one of them. We'll just <laughs> drill into his eye and then we'll fuck it until it fucking shoots oil out of it. We don't give a shit. For right? a thimble. Yeah. For a thimble of oil. Yeah. They will fucking ruin fucking Yellowstone, right? They'll yeah. be like, fuck it, I will destroy yeah. the entirety of all they'll natural kill, resources. They'll kill all the bison in the right? United States and then <laughs> squeeze them for their oil. They'll just put them in a giant press and just be like, <laughs> and just squeeze them and like sh- shit out the oil. Yeah. Right, but if it nets them $2,400, oh, yeah. they'll sell you yeah. a motherfucking and it actually, you know, they, set of batteries. They said it was twenty four, but it says $4,200 complete expanded, so it's $4,200 here. Totally different. And I am so concerned when I already see the internet has been given away. <laughs> we didn't have it. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's a, it's a it tiny you. little box. It's, just, <laughs> well, it's, like, gift it's like from the heart. It's like, it's like nothing says love. Like the entire internet. <laughs> also, can't wait till that Verizon CEO gets in there for the FCC. Oh, Want to talk about the internet Don't giving away. Stop. Huh? No. Huh? Uh. Huh? Right? Right, Jim? Huh? Remember? Remember that fucking time before Trump was elected, you asshole? <laughs> yeah. and, you, and you see that has already happened. And then you see all the things that have happened in the last eight years. Mm-hmm. Like what? <laughs> like what? Name the things. Oh, no. They always yeah. say that. They're just like, what about all the things that we should be mad about? You're like, well, name one. I, I, I think Jim can name one. Around Pennsylvania Avenue, the uh, the neighborhood went to shit when the black guy moved in. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's really right. all they're talking about. All the about, people right? on Pennsylvania Avenue like, look over like, oh, remember when they gave that job to a darkie? You're like, you're just like, <laughs> yeah, I remember. We kind of voted him in like a fucking massive majority right. fucking with both the Electoral College and the popular vote. Oh, you remember what what the popular vote? One of which Trump won't get. <laughs> beep, beep. That's my tears, by the way. I'm the one going, beep. <laughs> fucking but yeah remember, remember when we fucking elected him in twice in a row yeah i remember that and remember uh, fucking the eight years that you guys fucking shit in your fucking hands because you were so terrified <laughs> that like oh my god like what is he gonna do is he gonna take away like guns oh is he gonna what is he gonna do what is he gonna nothing. nothing he didn't do anything yeah. he didn't do anything to you. all the all the fucking scary scaries that they said yeah. were going to happen nothing. none of them happened nothing not one of them yeah he didn't even yeah. give us health care. Like we yeah. did, we got nothing out of this yeah. deal. Yeah. We we got, th- now we can ask Intel. That's yeah, all that we exactly. got out of this. Yeah. Well, let's see. Let's see what happens after a Trump presidency, though. No. Let's see where we're at in four years. Let's see if we look at this backwards and say, you know, because because right now we're doing the exact same thing that they did, right? So sure. What we're they prognosticating did, we're pro- the doom like, of America. Oh my God! What is it, what's going to happen? Everybody's doing the same thing, but the difference is, is that Trump is is going to hurt minority groups and disenfranchise people obama scared the privileged the privileged who already had a comfort and a social safety net and were totally fine and never fucking ever had anything bad happen to them ever in their life you know so and they had plenty of power to fight back exactly and and so let's see let's see if the fucking tables turn and we're all just be like we're just wailing and gnashing our teeth for nothing i will be so happy if that i will be super happy but i'm highly doubtful well, I'll tell you what. I wasn't wrong when I was upset about George W. Bush. Yeah, exactly. Right? right? I wasn't. That, that's wasn't the thing. wrong then. I wasn't wrong. He was a disastrous president. And so let's see. Let's we will see where eat we're the at. the shit of his yeah. legacy for 50 years. Let's see what happens in four years. Right. The church, somebody said, 
is going underground. Is, did one of you guys say that? I did say it. John, did you say yeah. that? John was. You, I thought I saw you on TV yesterday. I watched you on TV. Mm -hmm. Yes, but, <laughs> we were uh, watching your seminar. <laughs> and if we don't see a miracle in the election, mm -hmm. I think we're eventually going to be going underground. <laughs> We're just going to become like the Molochs or whatever. <laughs> this guy's an idiot. Well, he's talking about like how the churches are going to have to disappear. Yeah, and they're going to have to, we're going to have to be Secret like, churches. yeah, we're going to have to be like, oh, remember when we had to, during the, the Clinton administration, when we had to paint the fish sign on the door so people would secret know that we're not like, that we're Jesus followers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when you say underground, I mean the underground church. We're, we're, they're going to literally not allow us to function the way we've been functioning. Well, you know, I see this election has very strong global implications. All elections do. Especially elections for the United States presidency. Right. When, when you are the largest international player economically and militarily, there's literally like every outcome. Sure. It's a stupid thing to say. You're a stupid person for saying it. It's like being like, man, this fucking $100 bill has value. Yeah, right. Well, it, like, it does for the first yeah, week of Trump's like, presidency. Red cars are yeah. red. A fucking no, no shit, Sherlock. I have no idea what happens when he devalues the dollar. <laughs> right when he shits on our currency. Yeah. Hopefully he'll make, it, he'll make it equal to what it was with Britain before they Brexited. <laughs> our current administration has been giving everything away to the world. He's even talking about after the election, moving on and being the head of the world, the UN. The head of the world. The head of the world. The world. I didn't realize we had an appointed head of the world that someone could just be like, Dibs! I'm the head of the world. Dibs! <laughs> I get to wear the crown. Look at me. I'm the whiz. Like, yeah, we got that. Yeah, that's a thing that happens. You fucking idiot. Maybe they've seen Titanic too many times. Like, king of the world! Like, Obama's just got his arms out of the maybe front of the ship. Maybe that's what it is. At least he, I don't know. Get arms to, around Kate Winslet. I would draw him like one of my French girls. <laughs> I would definitely do that. I'd put my arms around Kate Winslet. <laughs> you could reach your arms around Kate Winslet? <laughs> well, pre. <laughs> oh, shit. Not post. That's so mean. No, I was actually making fun of the arm length there. I wasn't making fun <laughs> of her Kate size. Winslet. She's a normal-sized person. Your arms are tiny. <laughs> oh, these are little. These are good T-Rexers. They're little. They're little. They're good for holding the women's. <laughs> but uh, uh, I have a friend in Kenya, pastor friend in Kenya, Africa, and you see Kenya, Africa, as opposed to the other Kenya. Yeah, no, he's not talking about. He's not talking about Kenya, Ohio. <laughs> right? Come on now, Tom. We have been seeing the attack of the family here in America. Yes. But our administration has been blackmailing other countries in the world with the attack on the family and all of the implications of the family and telling African nations that if you don't line up with what we're telling you to do, we will cut off the food help, the economic help. That's That's been happening for several years now. No. What it's does fucking, that mean? No, no. I know human rights fucking violations and not giving them fucking funding when they kill people for being gay. Like, that's fucking not the same thing. It's that's not. not about families. It's not like, oh, we're trying to disrupt families. Burr, burr. No, you're not, asshole. You're trying to fucking, you're, what you're saying is you want to give people who fucking subjugate gay people free shit. Yep. 
No. How about no? Yeah. How about how about you know the same thing? It's like I, I he'll probably talk about Uganda in the same time in the same breath. It's like you got what you have is two warring two warring parties. On the one side, you got the church who's not protecting families at all, who's saying like I'm going to go yeah. and I'm going to proselytize and send missionaries over to Fucking Africa a. and basically treat Africa like a cultural colonization. Yeah. Where they bring Christianity and evangelical Christianity to Africa in a very colonizing, paternalistic, patronizing, shitty way. Yeah. And then when the when 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 there's an opposing force to their agenda, they look at it as an attack on traditional family values. Fucking Africans, fucking Kenya's traditional family values have nothing to do with you. They're a different fucking culture. Yeah. Until you try to culturally colonize them, you dick. Under this administration, we are hit. We are heading to a global, global agenda that is talked about in the Bible. Do you think it's called people, the beast rising out of the sea? But I, it's so much more dangerous than most people think. Don't you believe, John? Well, yeah. Okay. Can I read it this? It has ten horns and seven, <laughs> seven heads. heads. We talked about this. This is my favorite. So he's referring to Revelation 13.1, which is quoted on screen as if it were not ridiculous. So allow me to read it. And let me read what I'm going to. And I saw a beast coming out of the sea. It had ten horns and seven heads. It doesn't even have a proportionate number of horns to heads. It, some heads just get two or three or four and some get one or none. I'm reminded. I'm reminded of this scene from Casino. Look, look at this. There's nothing. Look how many blueberries your muffin has and how many mine has. Yours is falling apart. I have nothing. What are you talking about? It's like everything else in this place. You don't do it yourself. It never gets done. Where are you going? How long can this go on? From now on, I want you to put an equal amount of blueberries in each muffin. <laughs> an equal amount of blueberries in each muffin. You know how long that's going to take? I don't care how long it takes. Put an equal amount in each muffin. <laughs> that's what I think. Every time they're like, oh, there's seven horns and a fucking, then there's ten heads. I'm like, I want an equal amount of horns in each head. I, I don't care how long it takes, God. But what I don't want is ten horns on seven heads. That's unacceptable because some horns... All right, heads, there's extra horns. And I don't want extra. Or there's not enough heads. I don't want extra fucking horns. Don't you do this. You you either have, Cecil, it could go either way, right? We always assume that we always assume right. that there's more horns. Maybe there's just not enough heads. Maybe some of the heads stayed home. Maybe they were fucking liberal heads and they stayed home and they didn't fucking vote. <laughs> and that's why we have the beasts coming out of the sea. <laughs> You know, the Bible talks about a global one-world government with ten crowns and ten horns. No, it doesn't at all. It doesn't talk about that. It didn't even predict America <laughs> or the North or, or Africa. I mean, it didn't even predict most of the world. Yeah. The Bible didn't predict most of the world. It had no idea what was going on. Yeah. The Bible had no idea that there was even an entire North or South America. Yeah. Didn't have any idea well, global I, I, government. I love when they're like, it predicts a global government. It's like, yeah, I guess if you dig deep enough and make enough fucking connections and then add words to it, yeah, it <laughs> yeah, did. Right? Yeah, it did. So did Nostradamus. If you fucking twist and turn his fucking words around and plant it onto something that happened today and then you twist it up and you'd be like, but this is like, it's like fucking analyzing a dream. You're just like, right. at a point, you're just like, you're an asshole. Shut up. Ten heads of state that literally encompass every region of the world. And out of 
of these ten regions, it says one of these heads of state will be fatally wounded and become the Antichrist. Well, all it's going to take to throw us into a global situation is a global crisis. Well, well fucking of no course. No kidding, dude. Oh, what, what does that mean? What does, what does that even mean? All it would take is a global crisis for us to be in a global situation. If there was a global crisis, it literally could not otherwise be a global situation. All it would take is a food item to put us in a dinner situation. Know, right? It's like, fucking <laughs> shut up. Shut up. You're an idiot. All it would take is the yeah. definition of terms to define the terms which are being defined. <laughs> Fuck you. You're an idiot. And let me tell you, crisis dominoes are literally being stacked up in a row. Crisis dominoes? <laughs> <laughs> Do you get crazy bread with that? I hope so. Because <laughs> I know something about some crazy bread, I'll man. Have, I'll have extra crisis sauce. Yeah. <laughs> crisis dominoes. <laughs> God's up there like, y'all, we're breaking the crisis dominoes. Hey, y'all, I've been, I've been putting this crazy bread in the oven all day. <laughs> I got a big heaping order of it, and it's got orange fucking hair. <laughs> And it's coming down right now for you. You want to talk about something that you're not sure how many horns are on its head. There he is right there. And any number of these different kinds of crises could literally happen anytime. <laughs> what is this? You could have any of the crisis domini. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, the thing is, is that there's a lot of coupons. And you get to clip and choose your coupon based on what you want it's that It's double day. crisis yeah, Tuesday. Absolutely. That's, it felt like it. You I'll tell you what. You get a No, we got, actually got three for one. We got a House, a Senate, and a presidency. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, we got uh, a Trump and a Pence. Pardon that me. Was the- pardon me. We call that a czar now. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say something like this could happen next week, but, you know, we're going to probably talk about what's happening with Russia and the U.S. You know, we're going head-to-head at what could be a nuclear war. And a year and a half to two years ago, we was talking about the Psalms 83 war. Yeah, we was. Oh, yeah, we was. We was talking, was, about, we we was. Was talking about the Psalms 84? <laughs> That's, That's what we was doing. Oh, okay. That when the first bombs go off in the Middle East, first nuclear bomb in 70 years, it'll cause a global panic? Yeah, no kidding. Well, well fucking of course, of course that would cause a global panic. Fucking of course, if a nuclear bomb goes off, yeah, but he's saying it cause- he's saying it's definitely going to do it. Though. I know, but yeah. fucking the response would of course be a panic. Yeah, well, and I'm calm. What would, if you were calm about it, something would be wrong with you. Be like, well, I don't know what. I'm, I'm gonna get a sandwich. I, I'm gonna be lamenting the fact that I didn't get a fuelless generator. <laughs> that what I can put outside, so when the fucking nuclear ash falls on top of it, it doesn't generate any electricity. That actually seems like the worst possible generator. <laughs> Somebody go, somebody immune to radiation, please go outside and brush the dust off of our solar panels, which are fragile and somehow survived a nuclear apocalypse. It's the dumbest generator you could possibly have in a nuclear situation. It's the worst. It's the actual it's like, worst. It, it, I think the one one step below that is having a hamster outside and a wheel that generates electricity because the hamster dies right away. I know, right? Dies the hamster. right away. Yeah. Actually, actually, I'd probably eat it for food before the nuclear <laughs> nuclear holocaust. I'd look outside and be like, oh, I'm, really I'm gonna have a hamster. I'll just spin the wheel with my finger. <laughs> we literally, if I, if. If our politicians want to create chaos before this election, let me tell you, they've got their ducks in a row. 
I have a prophetic word that was given to me, and I'm not going to give it today, so don't get scared, Lori. Wait, is he talking about the Lord or who? Lori. Oh. Lori, he referred to his. Oh, I thought he said Lord. No, he's talking to the bobblehead. Oh. His little Pez Don't dispenser. get scared. Don't get scared, Don't, honey. I'm not going to scare you. I have a prophetic word from mm. the Lord, mm. but I'm not going to tell you about it. Last time we heard this fuckwit talk, or, or maybe a different prophet fuckwit, didn't they say, like, God gives the word to the prophets so the prophets could then tell the people? Isn't that what it's for? Wouldn't wouldn't God be a little pissy about this? Like, hey y'all, I done told Jim Baker. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell anyone else. Well, why the fuck I tell well, you? I'll just put it in the Gazette then. <laughs> a, a known prophet uh-huh. says that two atomic bombs shortly will hit the United States of America. I'm not saying that's true. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying buckets are on sale I'm for $19.95. Yeah. Yeah. By the way. I bet he transitions to buckets before the four minutes. I over. hope so. I'm just picking up a lot of garble on the internet. <laughs> on the internet. On the internet. On the internet. You know, I get my information from 4chan. <laughs> the 4chans. <laughs> on the networks. On the, you know what I'm saying. Just hearing the word, John. Prophetic chatter. But, prophetic internet chatter? Hmm. You're at, what are you, at the prophetic chat room? Mm. I hate these people. Mm. Yeah. This is terrific. This is uh, John Guandolo. Muslim cab drivers, airport workers, convenience store owners, part of coordinated insurgency. Mm. Oh, my God. Here we go. You see Muslims um, who are in the biggest cities primarily driving cabs at the airports, baggage handling. I mean, I just was in Arizona, and when I briefed law enforcement, the guy who's the, the manager for training Baggage handlers at Phoenix Sky Harbor Airport for American Airlines is a Hamas leader. He's a Hamas leader. And he's also the baggage screener. He's like, oh, he's a part-time leader of Hamas. That's a part-time job now. Yeah, I'm only the Hamas leader 20 hours a the week. Best part is I do this for the benefits. The best part is he works from home. How <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Who believes that? You just all you have to do is say out loud the thing you're saying out loud. It's that fucking patently absurd. A Hamas leader. I love it. That's, That's fucking terrific. amazing. And um, I'm like, do you think he's in that position? Like accidentally? No, I think it's he's in that position because he applied for it. I think he's in that position because he's not a Hamas leader and he needed a job. Yeah. If you go to the biggest cities and you see in the most prominent hotels, the manager or assistant manager, and that goes for Colorado, they're Muslim. How do you know? How do you know? Because they look more as Muslims. And that's not even true. It's just like, I mean, it's just like not even true. I know. It is patently not true. I stay in hotels in the city of Chicago. It's a pretty big city, right? I stay in a hotel probably once a month and I stay in nice hotels. So big hotels in the city. 
And the fucking, there's never somebody who looks Muslimy, whatever that means, because that's really what he's saying here, right? Yeah, I mean, he's basically he's saying, making like a, yeah, a fucking saying, judgment yeah, call based fucking, on appearance, right? Yeah, these people are mudbloods, is right, what he's Exactly, yeah, right? Yeah. But the fucking, the, like, I'll tell you what, if you go to the fucking, you know, the, the more expensive, the four or $500 a night hotels in the city, they're fucking entirely white people at the front desk. There's never anything but attractive white people. Yeah. 100% of the time, they're more attractive than you. They make good money, and they're standing at that. Because that's, like, that's who they're catering to. Sure. They're not, it's not true, and it's not possible to know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we got, exactly. Because, like, when I go into a hotel, how the fuck do I find out who the assistant manager and the manager is? I mean, right. I, I'll never interact with them. The only person I'm going to interact with is the guy behind the counter and the person who maybe comes by and brings an extra towel. Sure, and maybe right. the guy who opens the right. door for me. And that's in a really expensive hotel. Right. And in the shitty hotels, the guy you only see is the guy at the front desk or the girl at the front desk. That's all you see. You don't have a fucking... Like, you're not walking in hotels and being like, I would like to speak to the manager and assistant manager and find out exactly what ethnicity they are. Could you bring them out to the front, please, so I can look at them and skin shame them? Is that a possibility? <laughs> like, you're fucking... What are you doing? You're not doing that. You're a liar. You're fucking lying, man. Maybe he gives a religious test every yeah. time he checks in like i'd like you to if, yeah can you identify this thing <laughs> right that yeah, is two just, lines yeah. that intersect is that a possibility are you a crescent or cross kind mm. of guy like mm. hmm can i tempt you with a crescent, crescent roll, roll? Mm. <laughs> now i i just want to ask what's the statistical probability of that well, since it's not <laughs> happening <laughs> it's fucking a hundred percent and i will tell you it's zero <laughs> Well, fucking, we agree on that. Yeah, no shit. I'm right there with you. So that means there's an intentionality about it. Why are they driving the shuttle buses at the airport? Primarily, not 100%, but at some of the major airports. You know what? That's fucking bullshit, too, because I've flown in and out of plenty of airports. And you know who drives those buses most of the time? Black guys. Yeah. Black guys and black girls. That's who I normally see driving those well, buses. Well, how do we know they're not Muslim black guys, right? I mean, seriously, I know, man. We're talking about like, and you know, it's like, it's like they're, it's not fucking, it's it, that the problem that you're, that you're running into is, is that they're different than you, yeah. right? They're less than you. And that's what you're pointing out. You're not pointing out whether or not they're Muslim. You didn't fucking ask them to fucking read you a verse of the Quran. On, you dipshit. Yeah. What you did was walk in and be like, that guy looks a little dark. He's not the same as me, and Check I am mark. afraid. Yep. Check mark. That's yep. all I need is one thing. Yeah. He, they're on my list of people to be afraid yeah. of, and now he's going to sell us fear. Yeah, exactly. That's what he's doing. He's yeah. selling us fear. Why are they buying up Quick Mart 7-Elevens in areas and local hotels? You have to look at this from their perspective, everything they're doing. Why are they building huge $100 million mosques in areas where there are like 100 or 90 Muslims? You know, there may be 80 Muslims. I don't believe that that's uh, happening. Yeah, that's I, that's, a, that's an asinine thing to do. It's a waste of money. There's no reason to do it. They say that, and then they never cite where it's happening. Yeah, I know. They, like, fucking they, give me just, one place where right. there's 99 Muslims and fucking, you know, it's a like- A hundred million yeah. dollar mosque. I got- I got a million dollars per individual. Because when they, as we talked about yesterday, when they build a mosque, they're claiming territory. Now all they have to do is occupy it. What does that mean? Yeah, they're all, if well, they're if, already if they here, fucking own it, that's their fucking territory. But wait a minute. Like, but I just bought it. Like, like I fucking <laughs> went to a person and I said, here's my money for your thing. And now I own it. And then I could stand there. It's like my house. Like, fucking, I claim that territory. Well, it's got the flag of fucking Cecil on it. It's mine. I fucking paid for it. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> that's exactly the point, though, right? Like, if they're already here... They're already claiming territory <laughs> by virtue of they live somewhere. Yeah. Right? So they've already, like do, like, do they all have to claim a collective territory in order for it to count more? 
We, oi, oi, what are they I, fucking they reach their hands across America and be like, no, there's a border. Burr, burr. Right, I know. Yeah. I can, now I claim that I claim this country for the king of mosques and such. <laughs> like what? So they're calling Muslims to occupy the land. All of this, they have an intentional plan. Also, all plans are intentional. That's yeah, fucking right, redundant. Yeah, that that annoying. is ne necessarily super the, redundant. The idea. Annoying. It's like 2 p.m. in the afternoon. <laughs> There's no 2 p.m. that's not in the afternoon. ATM machine. <laughs> right. I hate you. I hate you so much. And it's based in Islamic doctrine, and they're putting it to work through what they're doing. And what are we doing? We, we are the sovereign. White people. No way. Whiteies. No whites. Hey, huh? guys. Come huh? on. Yeah. Everybody with me? Whites. <laughs> All right. As David Barton and Bill Fetter and Tim Barton and mentioned. Other <laughs> and, and other liars. And other, to other prominent up. whites. <laughs> We're the sovereign of this nation. That and we've been sitting on our hands. And we've been sitting around complaining. Oh, the president's this. Well, what are you doing? So if we look at the level of penetration. I don't make it that far in, but <laughs> I make it thing. count when I do. I'll tell you what. I don't look. Normally my eyes are closed, <laughs> but I feel the level of penetration. I'll tell you what. My level of penetration is always 100% of what I have to offer. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's not, not a lot. lot. It's not a lot. It's not but a I make lot. up for it in effort. That they've made, from a military perspective, this is an insurgency. <laughs> this is stupid. We want to it's, it's technically a movement, which is a little different, but it, it likens itself to an insurgency. Well, that's a, how a movement is a little, first of all, it's not a movement. Like, they're just people with jobs. Yeah. Even granting, even granting all of his absurd yeah. premises. Even granting that they all called each other ahead of time and said, hey, guys, want to move to America? Right. And do insurgency stuff? <laughs> but, but they, but so far, their grand plan. Can I plan, sign you up for my insurgency? <laughs> their grand plan, according to his premises, are to drive shuttle buses and sell Twinkies. <laughs> this is his grand, that's his grand plan. Well, I got to find out. Is that, is that as seriously the grand, is that as far as it gets, just that they just happen to do a certain job? Or what is he going to, what, well, I'm how not is sure he going to connect the dots? Because he's got another minute or so, but like, I and, and I can even, I can even understand the airport baggage handler piece, right? Like I can, I can get crazy. I guess, yeah. I mean, like you But could, the goddamn 7-Eleven? Yeah, but. What if you, this, you're the 7-Eleven clerk? Yeah, what are you going to be like, oh, I don't know. Poison the Twinkie. <laughs> I, like, I didn't refill the Slurpee machine. Oh. Fuck you, America. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't count the five-second rule when I dropped that fucking Frank on the ground and put it back on its weird little roller thing. And in a counterinsurgency, the tip of the spear are local police. Okay. And you have to have local citizens who will put positive pressure on local city councils so that the police chief will be emboldened to do the right thing. And to do that, his police force have to be trained to understand the threat. And then you use everything available to go after these organizations. What organization? What is like the organization of what, people like the, going to work? The fraternal order of fucking bus drivers? <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about here? <laughs> I don't know what he hasn't. He's only got thirty seconds to make me scared. So far, I'm not scared at I'm all. Scared. I'm not even. I don't even have a fucking scared I'm chubby. More, I'm more scared of like Fred Flintstone the turn over the water bottle. <laughs> Meanwhile, what are you doing in the community? Are you educating people? Are you praying? Are you asking the Lord what should I do? And yeah, you should go talk to this guy. <laughs> 
are you praying or asking God what yeah, do I do? Exactly. It's Hold like, on, what's your plan yeah. for action? I don't know. I thought I'd look up at the sky and wonder real hard. Everybody in here has people in their circles that have influence in the community, whether it be a pastor, someone in law enforcement, someone that works for the water commission, somebody that works somewhere. <laughs> what is the water commission guy going to do about the guy driving a shuttle bus? What is he going to do? Turn off the water to his house? <laughs> How does that even work? Somebody's got to influence the water commission. We turn off the water to the 7-Eleven because that guy who's a Muslim was doing nothing wrong but selling lottery tickets. <laughs> I'm so thirsty. Shut up, Mohammed. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? That's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> shit I've ever and all I'm going to do is go to my guy who works at the water commission and be like, oh, I'm scared. I don't know why. And he's going to be like, holy shit, you've convinced me. There's Muslims and they're selling hot dogs. And I don't know what to do. You guys have water. I don't know. <laughs> So isn't it interesting that Muslims are going into those positions of the, you know, electrical grid, the water supply, all these little local and county positions. You didn't even mention those until now. <laughs> A minute ago, they were driving shuttle buses and selling us Slurpees. Now, the concern, obviously, is if this isn't, isn't bottled up in San Francisco, this kind of nonsense, then it's going to be spreading across the entire fruited plain. And you're going to be going to your Burger King in Des Moines, Iowa, and you're going to have a rainbow-colored wrapper for your Whopper. So this is Rick Scarborough. Pedophilia will be renamed happy and legalized. It's going to be renamed legalized? What a weird <laughs> thing to call pedophilia. So strange. I guarantee Adams and Madison and these guys would have never allowed a court to tell them, hey, you know what? To heck with God. We're going to let men who have sex with men get married and let them adopt children. Let them adopt children. What an asshole. I hate it when people do that. When they're like, you're gay. You can't have, be you can't have an adopted kid. Yeah, those kids, are just, they're better off being raised by the state. That's what he's saying. Yeah, that's just, that's just right? awful that's and stupid. And it also, there's no data that they have that plays out in the fact that, that gay people are inept and they cannot raise children. That's a stupid thing to say. Well, but you're, you're operating on the assumption that they value data at all. You, uh, right. Well, I'm also operating on the assumption right. that they value that they would value in some way gay people. Yeah, or children. You know what I mean? Like or children. So, so the things you in order in order to hold that view, right? The things you have to devalue: gay people, children, and data. Yeah. But as long as those things as aren't as important things, to you, yeah, then, then that's a perfectly that's reasonable fine. position sure. to hold. Yeah. And since they, you know, uh, can't have babies, they they can just uh, adopt yours and recruit them into the movement. They're not no yours. What well, if they're yours? They're not yours anymore because you gave them up, you douchebag. Right. They're nobody's like, adopting my kids. You didn't kid. love them. If you didn't love them, then why the fuck can't somebody else? Yeah. Well, I guess you know he he, he could be fear mongering that like you know I could die. Let's say I died and had no family, then my kids became wards of the state, and then they were adopted. Who in the world has that? I mean, very I mean, few. So I know, I know, I know, but I'm I'm I believe me, I know. Yeah. I know. No one is adopting my kids because it's not like, it's not like nobody's, nobody's knocking on the door. Well, there's like there's like 25 yeah, people in line to get your kids. You right. know what I mean? It's just like, like even if my brother who I didn't even talk to died, like there would be like 10 people in line to get his kids and be like, no, not that person. No, not that person. I could 
I could die, my ex-wife could die, and there's, yeah, you're right. I mean, like, the, the number yeah. of people who would take in my children before they became wards of the state. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about, like, fucking, like, like plague levels of people have to die right. <laughs> in order for somebody to get, like, your, you know, most right. kids. Right, yes. And eventually, all the statistics will change, and, and the approval of homosexual loyalty will go up and up and up because nobody stops it. Well, wait a minute. It, what is he saying? That everyone's going to start to like homosexuality if we just give it a chance? Is that really what he just said? I mean, he's implying that unless we get real mad about this, the statistics are going to show that we're not real mad about yeah, this. Yeah, no, we can be gay bros and dick bump. <laughs> Let's do this. What's next? Pedophiles? Pedophilia? No. No, no totally that, different that's thing. a totally different thing. It turns out Wildly. one has consent and one doesn't. And one- oh, you hadn't thought about that, did you? Gotcha! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking twat. Because children can't consent. Yeah, like, What's next? Bestiality? Yeah, no, that doesn't have consent either, no. dummy. Yeah, yeah, totally wildly yeah, divergent. Exactly. Issue. Marrying not- your computer? No, no. That's, that's an inanimate yeah. object. Again, nice try. Again, it's like we've heard all these fucking arguments right. and they're all terrible. Right. It, it, it's like what they do is they strip away enough context yeah. to make it meaningless and then they keep the pieces of context they like, right? Yeah. So like, I was reading something the other day. It's like, well, you know, the problem with like love is love is that, you know, like what's next? You could love a child or like whatever. And it's like, no. Love is love, but then you have to you have to include the context of what homosexual relationships really are, which is between consenting adults. Sure. If you get rid of consent and you get rid of adult, well, you've you've changed the entirety of the equation, right? Yeah. Because we already don't allow heterosexual marriages between that, that are not between consenting adults. Sure. Between consenting adults is the implied foundational buttress upon which all marriages built exactly, right? heterosexual or homosexual. Yeah, right. So no one is suggesting we remove that. It, it's it's fucking nonsense. I'm not a prophet nor the same son of a prophet, but you know when we called homosexuality instead of sodomy gay, it changed everything because Everybody wants to be gay. What are you talking about? Oh, because gay means happy. Gay means happy. Oh you my see, God. back in my day when we used to have bowler hats and <laughs> canes and we would do a little dance once in a while down over at the pavilion. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. Yeah, and a fag was a pile of sticks at yeah, one point. Exactly. But, you know, words yeah. and definitions do change over time yeah. and take on other... And I, you know, he's right about that in the sense that you know they 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 prefer to be called gay. At least we've then found sodomite, out than, yeah. than sodomite or <laughs> no. homosexual. Even sure, yeah, they prefer it. Yeah, but it's like you know, like the thing is, is like like okay, so they they want to change the language around in which they're they're approached because it turns out they have rights. Okay, Ugh. yeah, and plus, people, you know, it's super weird. People don't like being insulted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when I insult people, sometimes they push back like, hey, man, stop being a total dickbag. <laughs> like, and I'm okay. always like, huh, back in my day, I was able to oppress you. Right. What the fuck's happening <laughs> to the world? My, my Bible says you're yeah. shitty. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. So let's just change pedophilia to happy. And, and we'll, we'll have all kinds of leagues of happy people, and we'll, we'll lobby for happy people. Who wants to be? Who wants to keep somebody from being happy? No, first of all, there's not fucking lots of people who yeah, want to fuck not, kids. Yeah, there's not leagues of. And I mean, unless you're including your priests. It, I mean, if you want to lump them in there, right? then sure. Yeah, yeah. You, you, your your religious institutions have a terrible history of fucking kids. Yeah, I think maybe you protest too much. Yeah, exactly. Like maybe you maybe he's like. You know, I really want to fuck some kids. Yeah. That would be amazing if that was my deal. <laughs> Can we get on board with that? Anyone who's clapping for this? Huh? No? If you're happy right. and you know I clap your hands. <laughs> I don't know how long we've got, but I intend to burn out rather than rust out. 
I intend to fight this until there's no longer a battle to fight. If it keeps going in the direction it's going, what I'm doing will become illegal. And when it becomes illegal, then I'll break the law. Oh, big man. What a big man. You, uh, you know, know what I'll do? I'll break day, laws I'm not breaking now. Yeah, one day when it becomes illegal to podcast, I'm going to break the law. I'm going to podcast. I'm going to podcast and break the yeah, law. It's yeah. fucking mean. When it nothing. becomes illegal to hug my wife, I'm going to hug my wife. I'm going to hug your wife, too. No, you're not. <laughs> not, without, not without a broken fucking arm, you're not. <laughs> I can't even give her a hug. No. <laughs> not now you can't. <laughs> not with one arm. It'd be a terrible hug. Could it be a Christian side hug? <laughs> Some things you do, whether it's legal or not, because it's right, folks. Every pastor in America is going to have to make a decision soon about what he's going to do when he's demanded to conduct a gay wedding. Nobody's going to demand that you conduct a gay wedding. No one has ever asked. You know what would be a really shitty wedding? Oh. Is a wedding? <laughs> <laughs> what? That would be the shittiest wedding Can you imagine? Ever. We'd be like, he's like, I don't want to be here, but I have to do it. Right? Oh, this is the worst day of my life. I hate gays. I'd like to read from the book of Leviticus. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine how shitty that would be? Nobody wants yeah. that. Nobody wants their wedding officiated yeah. by somebody who's begrudgingly nobody wants, doing Nobody it. wants somebody to make him a cake, fucking and ejaculate in it, and then turn right. it over like fucking frost over the hole in it, you know? <laughs> nobody wants that cake. Nope. You know? And that's the thing that they don't get is that, I, you know, if you don't like gay people, that's awesome. Just stay out of professions that are forced to cater to them. And guess what? Religion is never going to have that happen. Religion's never no. going to have that happen. Nobody, and there's not a single person out there that's like, hey, man, they should be forced to give fucking gay ceremonies. I can't right. imagine a person out there that's like. There, there's no law that's going to be passed. It's like, I need the Pope to marry every <laughs> <Exactly>. gay person. <laughs> stop. Just stop. So I want to take a moment to talk about our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. We are pretty excited here at Cognitive Dissonance uh, to be working with AdamandEve.com, mainly because we feel like we have a pretty sex-positive show. And we want to make sure our listeners have a good time, enjoy themselves. And if they want to be adventurous, they want to they want to enjoy sex, AdamandEve.com has a ton of stuff for you to do just that. And I think another great thing about using a website for sex toys and DVDs and things that pertain to sex is that it's discreet, right? There's sometimes people don't want to walk in and ask for the dildo with the 20 D-cell batteries. They would like to maybe order that online. This will give you an opportunity to do something like that. You can go to adamandeve.com, pick something out, and it's discreet. It's delivered to you. And you don't have to worry about talking to somebody who really has no business knowing what it is you do in private. Uh, the best part is we're going to save you a little money. If you go there right now, Go to adamandeve.com. You'll get 50% off just about any item. When you select one item at 50%, you'll also receive three adult DVDs plus a free mystery gift. And to top it all off, they're going to throw in free shipping for the entire order. All you have to do is go to adamandeve.com, use the code word GLORY at checkout. That's G-L-O-R-Y. And you'll save a bunch of money, get free shipping, and get some free stuff. Well, this is going to be the last Vulgarity for Charity that we do, Tom, and uh, I'm excited to get started. I'm, ex I'm, I'm disappointed that it's ending. I know. I, it, was this a, is... it was a lot of fun. Too bad we don't have the other guys here with us. That was, that was also a lot of fun to, to, to work with them as well. Well, I, for one, am glad that they're not here. That's, I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. This is, this is a treat. It's a treat to not have to tolerate those guys. That's, yeah. I guess that's what I'm saying. All right. So we got to go back just a bit. 
because on a previous Vulgarity for Charity episode, we wound up skipping over one person during the I'd fuck her butt segment. Uh, this is for Sarah, who uh, donated on behalf of her brother, Garrett. Oh, I, I know how to do this. I'd fuck her butt. Well, I'd meet you in the middle. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's brotherhood. <laughs> I'm going to go a little more in depth like most of the people Sarah know. Um, they just <laughs> use a little more lube. Sarah here is dressed up for a Star Trek convention, and I would definitely go where many, many, many men have gone before. <laughs> <laughs> Clean up an aisle, Sarah. <laughs> All right, so we got to move along here because the rest of the list has literally zero people anyone would fuck by consent. <laughs> okay, uh, there are several people who donated and wanted us to roast them. Target lock, cue beeping sound, <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> roast Angie, Henrik, Lawrence, and for good measure, Andy, but include his friend Clint, Brandon, but include his fiance, April, and Michael, and include his fiance. Courtney. All right. And you wanted me to call her out for being lazy. And as someone lazy, I'm happy to do this. Angie, let me tell you how this ends from bitter personal experience. It starts with you shirking this task or that responsibility. No big deal, right? Sometimes we all sleep until 2 p.m. and spend the day masturbating over and over again to the Lane Bryant catalog. (laughs) But it's insidious, Angie. Before you know it, you're covered in body hair in places you're unsure should be hairy. There's a smell coming from some soft skin tag covered body fold you can't reach. And in shorter order than you are willing to admit, you're thinking, I probably don't need all my teeth. Oh, Jesus. When the neighbors call because of the odor, you are that one rare case that isn't decomposing, but sitting covered in your own filth and newspapers, capable only of a soft guttural moan as your fork lifted from your own house. Heinrich, Heinrich, uh, touch of advice for you, good man. I know you think you're happy and you married the first woman to give you the time of day. Nice story, bro. Oh, Jesus. But uh, as one chubby middle-aged man with a shitty wispy beard to another, <laughs> actually two pieces of advice. First, buy a lockbox, put cash in it, and bury it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you're going to need it. And no matter what, don't videotape yourself fucking her sister, okay? No one wins here. Lawrence, you asked me to be mean to you, and while I'm generally happy to oblige, I'm so turned off by your emasculated, submissive, do-me-harder-master, subservient attitude that, try as I might, I can't even sustain an erection hard enough to smack you with, no matter how much you beg me for the dick. (laughs) That's the side of me. That's That's it. That's That's it. Andy, Clint, really? A picture of you two guys at Burning Man? Fucking Burning Man? You couple of patchouli off-gassing dipshits wouldn't remember through your fucking peyote-addled brains if I did or didn't insult you. So what's the point? (laughs) And what would I say about a couple of drum circle jerks who purposely drive their stinking, unshowered, hygiene-free asses out to the desert to see which dreadlocked hippie chick can give the other chlamydia first? (laughs) Tag, you chlamydia. Hey Brandon, is you there know, any glue out there like, where you can touch it? And be like I don't get chlamydia. I don't get. Yeah. No, we all end up with no, it. I guess. Hey Brandon, you know that saying about not marrying a woman named after a day, month, or season? No, didn't think so. Seeing as how you're about to irrevocably join your life to April, so I thought I'd help you out. Write a touch of your nuptials. Do you, April, promise to take Brandon into your mouth and receive his seed? <laughs> 
even when he's been out all day in the sun, planting a goddamn garden he doesn't even care about just to make you oh, happy. God. Do you promise to try to make eye, ton- eye contact with his stinking, sweaty <laughs> cock ramming your uvula and the stink of his taint in your nose while his belly slaps you in the face because he's getting fatter and fatter every year eating his feelings to put up with your never-ending bullshit demands? God damn it. I now pronounce you pre-divorced. <laughs> <laughs> pre-divorced? <laughs> Everybody, and, oh, everybody is everybody's pre-divorced, pre-divorced, right? Everybody that's married is pre-divorced, pre-divorced right? Yeah. And oh, hey, Michael and Courtney, contrary to your email, I don't hate women. I like women. And Michael, I really liked Courtney. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I didn't like her, but those, like, like her, like her. <laughs> but those other two dudes that I was fucking her mouth with did. <laughs> anyway, happy engagement to you and your cock-loving whore wife. <laughs> Oh, God. You told me to do this, I guys. Did, I did. You asked did. me for this. Okay, so we got a slew of uh, Trump supporters here, Tom, to roast. So I thought I would uh, uh, let you have at them in January when he's sworn in. This sort of thing's going to be illegal. Uh-huh. And uh, I, for one, welcome our new apricot colored <laughs> overlord. So here is a group of roasties. Let's call them Orange Shirt. Sean wants you to roast Alan. Martin wants us to roast Michael's father. Cheryl is asking us to go after her brother, Sean. Matt requests Kenny. Kyle insists you insult his friend, Evan. And finally, Brandon wants you to rip into his dad. Gato. <laughs> yeah, all right. Trump supporters, really. At this point in history, I'm trying to do something more disgusting than supporting Trump. Something even remotely analogous to voting for Trump. Holy shit. An orange shirt is like the guy in the restaurant who calls the waitress sweetheart and smacks her ass. An orange shirt is like that guy who waits all day for the chance to pull you aside and tell you how he's worried about property values, gesturing to the black family at the barbecue. No, actually, none of that's quite enough. A Trump voter is the very essence and symbol of American greed, conspicuous consumption, and excess. A desire to have mine and protect theirs no matter who it hurts or how. A Trump voter is a special and horrifying combination of avarice and stupidity mixed with a kind of dickless self-loathing and internalized hatred that spurs to action only the weakest, most mean-spirited parts of us. A Trump supporter is the political call of the void, the desire to burn and destroy everything regardless of consequences. It's a political murder-suicide. It's the hateful call to share the impotent, shitty, pathetic, gutless rage of the already privileged. Also, I hear they hate puppies. All right, we have another round of horrible bosses and former bosses to insult, and like a good boss, I'm delegating. So Cecil, roast Johan's former boss, Peter, Andy's former boss, Ken, Matthew's current boss, Chuck, and Vince's boss. And if you can have that on my desk by five, that would be great. All right, so Peter has that, I bet you can't guess what I was searching for on the deep web look on his face. His hairstyle is a mixture of Wolverine and Jerry Seinfeld. What's the deal with Adamantian <laughs> claws? Ken looks like uh, David Hasselhoff's chubbier cousin ate the straight man from Rocky Horror Picture Show. He kind of laid down right on the floor and sort of took his shirt off and just fucking ate him. Open mouth, chewing, shooing people away while they're trying to film him hiding in his own back hair. Oh, I think Chuck should have started a real Dow company instead of a professional puppet shop, since he seems to be the kind of guy who would micromanage a hand job that doesn't involve him. (laughs) 
And Vince's boss checks the margins with a ruler, not because he's a stickler for accuracy, but because he's very familiar with things that are a fraction of an inch. Oh, shit. I would say this guy spends all day flexing nuts, but that would require muscle and descended testicles. Oh. <laughs> all right, Cecil. To go along with horrible bosses, we have terrible coworkers. So, Cecil, in a passive-aggressive email, please roast Frank's former business partner, Bob, and Team Ramrod's shitty co-worker, John. To the third floor cubicles, subject, office policy. This is the third time this week that we were very loudly regaled about the filming of a gay porn spoof film, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Glory Holes, <laughs> by a co-worker who will remain unnamed but resembles Guy Fieri. <laughs> And will the owner of an Audi S10 please move his car? He's double parked at the reception desk. There's a crying Jesus fish on the bumper and license plate read Bob's fifth wife. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Cecil. Here are two people on social media that I want you to insult as if you're leaving a comment on a YouTube video, which would be insulting no matter what that was. It's really actually very easy. Right. So Keegan wants us to insult Rich Borge from the Reason Nugget Facebook page and Leone. Johnners and Lyra, the interdimensional cat, want you to drub the skeptical beard. All right. So this is from Kill All SJWs. <laughs> OMFG, Rich is such a shit stain. Hey, Rich, the reason nugget is the first thing we're going to cut out of you after this Trump victory. Too bad you'll probably kill yourself before we can get to you. Kill yourself. <laughs> exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, one, one, exclamation point, exclamation point. <laughs> This is from David Duke, 1860. <laughs> nice fucking hipster beard. You look like a fucking elf came glitter all over your fat fucking douchey face. <laughs> I hope you get mouth raped by the guy from Seven with a bladed cock. Down thumb. <laughs> <laughs> so for the next set, we have extended family, specifically brothers and sisters-in-law. And anytime we deal with the law, we invite our legal expert, David Smalley, to come on. David? <laughs> So we sent David the script and he replied with, quote, Jesus Christ, no fucking way, unquote. So at first we were a little worried because we needed someone to do it. But then we decided to call in David Smalley's stunt voice to record for him. It's not actually David Smalley, but an incredible simulation. Just a quick disclaimer. I didn't write any of this. I don't even know why I agreed to do this. And I regret every decision that led me here. Okay. All right. Look, TJ, this is a message directly from me to you, man. Believe me, I'm trying to help. It's time to man up. And by man up, what I mean is, it's time to take care of your family. And from the way you're described, here's my suggestion on how best to do that. Kill yourself, TJ. That's right. I am telling you, TJ, to end your life. You are terrible. You are a monster of the highest order, and the only cure for your particularly noxious brand of monsterism is to take that gun you carry everywhere and stop cheating on your wife just long enough to put nine millimeters of lead-line good decisions through that ugly, worthless dome of yours. Jill. I have to tell you... The world doesn't revolve around you. It revolves around me, David Smalley. The world, in fact, doesn't care about you at all. 
And do you know why, Jill? Because despite being a self-centered, attention-whoring, child-traumatizing cunt of the lowest possible order, the world actually doesn't care about you or about your pain and trauma. You, in fact, are so deeply and perfectly irrelevant. You affect so little change for good in the world that when you inevitably shuffle off this mortal coil, the only response the world will breathe is the faintest sigh of relief for not having to support your girth. Steve, dude, I read your poem sermons. Holy shit, dude. That's not your calling. In fact, words themselves are not your calling. As in, stop using them. Now, forever, you are literally terrible at this. No, that's not quite enough. To be safe, for the safety of no one ever having to hear or read any wild, ill-informed concoction of diarrheal letter combinations, you should remove the wagging useless tongue from your inbred face and break, in turn, all of your fingers. Really, any part of your body you might even accidentally use to communicate your shitty thoughts. Just destroy that. Forever. You are literally the actual worst writer of all time. This will be true in perpetuity and across all possible universes. And Susan? I don't know which of you is, well, you in the photo provided, but I think it suffices to say given the horror show that I just viewed, that it doesn't matter. I don't believe in acid attacks. But in your case, maybe it's Maybelline. Thanks for being amazing, David, and always taking the low road, because you can't see over the wall to take the high one. Oh, shit. All right, we have people in relationships that want their current significant others roasted, so since I am not amazing at relationshiping... (laughs) You really aren't, though. I'm really not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, fucking true. Your on-base percentage is good. <laughs> and your slugging percentage is good. It's fine, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just runs bad and it is really low. So yeah. <laughs> I am a monster. <laughs> Cecil, I'm really not that well, pretty bad. (laughs) Cecil, here are a few people to roast. Uh, Amy's boyfriend, TJ, Becky's husband, Rodney, Garrett's partner, and (laughs) Lehu's boyfriend, John. Lehua. That's what I said. Lehu's. All right. So TJ's outfit looked like he couldn't make a decision between unemployed attorney or employed legal secretary. (laughs) I like the vest with the little chain on it. It's like the tiny rope they used to secure the Hindenburg. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the humanity. Rodney looks like Jesse Pinkman in his prime meth years. I've never seen dimples so big. They look like they meet in the center of his face. He's like the human emoji of someone overdosing. Oh, no. That's (laughs) awesome. I don't want to say too much about Garrett's partner, except that she looks in that partnership. She's probably the majority shareholder. (laughs) In the photo, it says that you're jello wrestling, but it looks like someone just interrupted dessert and you are very angry about it. I know that feeling. (laughs) So this is for Lahua, who said that uh, John's dick game is great. Judging by his gut, I would suspect that the game is hide and go seek. Oh, no. He looks like he hasn't found it in years. That's why he likes his dog so much. I mean, they can find things with their sense of smell, like dead bodies after a building collapses. And flaccid things that smell terrible on a huge pile of mass is terribly analogous. So 
Here's a special request, Tom. Christopher wants you to insult Ozzy. All right. And this is not Ozzy Osbourne, no. by the way. This no. is actually some shithead. So Ozzy is the kind of guy who, after a round of pitiable, short-lived, limp dick, selfish lovemaking, cries himself to sleep. <laughs> who doesn't, though? I mean, come on. <laughs> Ozzy is the sort of guy who treats women badly because he knows, he fucking knows, that deep inside that part of him that he can't even kill with alcohol, that what he really wants... <laughs> Is just to slip his hand under the house dress of his morbidly obese mother, feel past the crunch oh, of her gray God. pubic hair, and pleasure himself the to the fuck? feeling of slipping one finger ah. into a dry, sandpapery vagina with the smell of her poor hygiene and Virginia Slims filling his nostrils. <laughs> Such a fucking gross pig. <laughs> That's the worst thing. Oh it's my so God. gross. Oh. <laughs> You're doing the thing. Ah. You're doing the... Jesus, man. Oh, it's good. <laughs> so we got a ton of people asking us to insult their friends. So Cecil, I'm going to pass this on to you and ask that you be nice and only insult these people with backhanded insults and faux compliments. Travis's friend Brian, Amy's friend Zach, Matthew's buddy Kia, Bob and Ryan's friend Brian, Logan's friend Randall, and other Logan's friend Connor. At first I mistook Brian for Steve Jobs uh, after he refused treatment for his stage four pancreatic oh, cancer. Shit. You may not have his money and smarts, Brian. But you do have his looks and his diseases. <laughs> win, win. <laughs> this looks like a great photo of Zach. It's him smiling with a water bottle seemingly hanging midair in front of him. And we should try to capture these life, these sort of unique life moments. Like the only time in your life when something is both wet and quivering in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have to respect Kia and his culturally appropriated costume from a few years ago. He was dressed up as a terrorist. Well, Kia, they say dress for the job you want, not the one you have. <laughs> Shit. Besides, you can't dress for the job he has without carrying a wall with a hole around it everywhere he goes. Oh, no. I love the nickname, Brian. His friends love calling him Dick Hands. <laughs> and I mean, that's really nice, having them name the part of his body he's had closest to a pussy a dick. It's very sweet of him. I mean, they call his mom Dick Mouth, too. Oh, so. shit. And uh, another great photo for Randall. Uh, that surprise look is great. And... This might not be the most appropriate face for the birth of your child. Uh, you have to understand that the skin's going to lighten out after a few days, and it may not ever be the exact skin tone, and the hair possibly will straighten out just a bit. Oh, shit. We'll see. Fingers crossed. And uh, we're so proud of Connor. I mean, he was in that movie, the sequel to Never Been Kissed, you know, Never Been Fucked. Uh well, he wasn't the star. He was one of the extras in the Virgin Support Group. And yeah, they reached out to him uh, to be in the movie when they found out that's actually what he does on the weekends. And the kids in that group are so good at Super Smash Brothers. So, so good. <laughs> As someone who knows how to deal with exes, Tom, Brigid asks for you to insult her sister's ex-fiance, Paul. Paul, holy shit. I just read two sentences about you that make me want to break your fucking mouth and fuck the whole of your face. <laughs> So I'm going to try to do this insult in two sentences because thinking about you any longer than it takes to do this makes me worried I'll never be able to get hard again. Paul is the sort of guy who when he finally burns his trailer down, passed out drunk, the fire that consumes his bony, worthless body started from the stub of his cheap menthol that landed on the polyester carpet of his life, <laughs> has to be buried in a pauper's grave, not because he doesn't have family, but because his family has so long ago recognized the utter worthlessness of his character that to even dispose of him properly isn't worth the effort. Oh, hey, I did it one! <laughs> That's true. Cecil. As our resident geek, we have several geeky requests. Please insult Del Shans for Cassie, Dave and Monica for David, Jerry's friend Mike, and Connor 
for Echo. Tell Shans looks like he just got his sack caught in the CG drive of one of his cheap fucking shitty computers. <laughs> he looks like something that burst from someone's chest in a John Carpenter movie climbed on top of his head. Dave looks like what you would get when someone licks to the center of a Tootsie Pop. Oh, God. A shiny, shapeless glob of an unidentified <laughs> substance. Oh, shit, that's Monica. Dave looks like the dork that licked. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. And terrible. I know you play murder mysteries with Mike, Jerry, but uh, I would caution you to stay away from his basement. I don't mean the murder mystery pretend world. I mean in real fucking life. <laughs> I've never seen a guy more likely to have 10-year-olds in the concrete of his basement floor. Oh, shit. That look on his eyes says, how much do you know, and can I dissolve you in a barrel if I have to? <laughs> Connor is the kind of guy that is 130 pounds soaking wet. And he's soaking wet because he just got done jacking off to an autographed picture of Jon Snow. <laughs> the good thing... You too? <laughs> the good thing is, Connor, after they cover up your ex-girlfriend's name with the hound's helmet from Game of Thrones, you'll probably be able to transfer that tattoo into the ultrasound of your third bastard. Oh, shit! Shit! <laughs> You're a real Robert Baratheon, minus all the manliness. Jesus Christ. All right, so Tom, this one is for you. I'd like you to tap into some of your artistic talents. Write a poem on why Harembe deserved to die. Also, Ricky, you're a monster. All right. This is just to say, <laughs> I have killed the gorilla that was dragging the boy, and which you were probably saving for looking at sometimes. <laughs> Forgive me. People are more important, so human, and so not a goddamn caged gorilla. <laughs> We have a couple of teachers that are on the chopping block here. Cecil, I want you to insult these two educators as if you were writing a review for RateMyProfessor.org. Hertzie's teacher, Evan, and Izu's ninth grade teacher. All right, so this is uh, for Izu's ninth grade teacher, Mrs. Kozak. Freshman English. Holy shit, this lady has the worst breath ever. She seriously smells like she ate fancy feast out of a hobo's ass. Her teeth are so far apart, and her gums are so red, she probably flosses with razor wire from the top of the fence at the sewage treatment Jesus. plant. If you were in the front row of this class, I suggest slathering Vicks Vapor Rub over your upper lip like they did in Silence of the Lambs, because she smells about as bad as a river corpse. Good lord, man. That's amazing. All right, so this is for Mr. Barshack. Someone needs to tell this guy, just because you can add a transition to PowerPoint doesn't mean you should. If the fucking words for the next slide come galloping out from the side <laughs> of the off screen one more time, I will not be responsible for my actions. We're talking full San Bernardino here. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right. We have two evil, evil stepmothers, Tom. In fairy tale format, please roast Angela, Greg's stepmom, and Rebecca's real mom, Dorinda. All right. Once upon a time, there were two evil ship mothers, Angela and Dorinda. And one sunny day, Angela and Dorinda were anally raped by a wizard wearing a bear <laughs> with a two-foot-long barbed wire cock because Angela and Dorinda fucked up the one thing, the one fucking thing you aren't allowed to fuck up. And they fucking deserved it. <laughs> the end. <laughs> you missed your calling. Uh, Tom, Quentin wants us to insult his brother Nick, and he's asking for our racist, so... All right. Well, all right. I'll give Dive it. You, in. you know, I actually try to stay away from insulting people's looks, but in Nick's case, I'll make an exception. <laughs> Nick looks like the kind of guy who goes for seconds after a prostate exam. Nick, <laughs> this is gross. 
No, I think you missed a spot. No, I think you missed it. Go deeper next time. Uh, no, use the whole fist. Again. Yeah. And again. Nick's face has the kind of half smile one might expect from someone housing a mind so vapid it's still pondering the mysteries of peekaboo. <laughs> Nick's photo is of him in his dress whites next to his wife, who can I can only assume gets some sort of government subsidy oh, for letting him sweat for three minutes over her while she grits her teeth and thinks about extreme couponing <laughs> while he just gets it over with. Ooh, half off hot dogs. <laughs> Finally... And I do mean finally. Oh, we actually do mean finally. We this do. Time. This is this like is an it. actual finally. This is the finally. final finally, yeah. as opposed to all those previous final finals. Yeah. Cecil, as if you're closing out the show, insult Vina on behalf of Leo. Okay, so we want to thank all the people. Seriously, though, we want to thank all the people who donated to Vulgarity for Charity. You people are yep. amazing. You've done such a great job. We raised $25,000 plus for... Vulgarity for Charity was not possible without you. Thank you so much. We're going to be doing an AMA next week with the Scathing Atheist guys. So if you have a question, you can go to the Scathing Atheist Facebook page and post it on that post. Or you can post it on our Facebook page. There's a post there as well. Or you can send it to us, uh, any question to us uh, via email, uh, dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. We also want to thank the hilarious Scathing Atheist crew, Eli, Noah, and Heath. They joined us several times. They let us join in on their show, and it was just an amazing bit of teamwork. I hope we get a chance to do this with them again. Not only was it effective, but it was a goddamn blast to do, and those guys are the hardest-working, funniest guys in podcasting. They're absolutely amazing. I'll work with them anytime. They are they're truly the the very cream of the crop when it comes to atheist podcasting, which is insane a lot, but it's, it is. I know but it's it a is. low bar, yeah, but it and is. I am an I am I, I excel at the low bar. Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of my thing. I do want to echo that real quick. I want to echo both sentiments just very briefly. Uh, you know, to have an opportunity to do something that feels so important uh, to to raise money for modest needs, to just be a part of something like this was was a privilege and an honor for me. And to work with the guys from from the Scathing Atheist and Gam Crew. Um, man, they're just professionals. Yeah, like they, they are really professionals, are. Yeah. and uh, it's hard to find that in yeah. in a hobby industry for sure. Um, and it's just a, such a pleasure and a privilege to work with those guys. Yeah, I also want to thank Vina for admitting that they uh, actually did not suffer from SIDS, and that being in remission <laughs> from infant death syndrome is literally everyone that's alive. We also want to thank Vina for the photo, which was taken at the same angle as all their other photos are taken. A bad one. <laughs> and uh, I had to be sure to use the proper pronouns because uh, for the life of me, I cannot tell the gender here. I mean, you're wearing a fucking pink and blue shirt for fuck's sake. <laughs> That's going to wrap it up for Vulgarity for Charity. It was a lot of fun. Thanks so much for donating. We're sorry that this got cut and got shoved to the end. Uh, a couple weeks later, but uh, there was just no way with the with the travel that we did that we yeah. could do this. But we want to thank everybody for being involved and everybody for joining in. And uh, it was an absolute blast. It was a hoot. It was a hoot. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Oh, so this is great. This is Jesse Lee Peterson, our favorite. Jesse uh, one Lee Peterson. Of our new, yeah, we're gonna one of our new favorites. Probably have a whole show based on him soon. We we need to get around to that eventually. So. Uh, so he's uh, the, the crux of his newest, craziest argument, radical homosexuals making a perverted lifestyle a civil rights issue. Oh. Along the way, the government got involved in black Americans' lives, and they decided that the father could not be involved. If you want a welfare check, you cannot have a father in the home. That, nobody has ever said that. That's, you want that's a hyper wel- racist, too, that by is the an way. That is insanely racist, racist yeah. that you say. Yeah. If you want a welfare check, the father can't be in the home. That is not at all. Yeah. That is not at all 
yeah. what any government program has ever said, initiated, or even implied. And so black Americans supported by the so-called civil rights movement as well. Jesse Jackson and all those people, they supported the government become the daddy of the family and take them over uh, so that they can take over the hearts and minds of black Americans. What the, how? Like, okay, so, so let's just say that that they said you can't have a, 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 a man in the house, right? You can't have a, a father. And he leaves. Well, what do they send like fucking pamphlets on this is I'm going to be your daddy and here's how you're going to, here's how I'm going to do it? No, they just give you money. Like, well, I don't understand. Like, they give you fucking money and, and groceries and food stamps. Like, well, how does that make them the, they're not fucking, they're not trying to teach you any values. They're not sending you any, they're not doing anything except for giving you funds. Like, that's it. How well, does that turn you? How does that turn them into with a daddy? Because they rely because because I think the implication here is that what a man's responsibility is is to provide, and they are they yeah, are. How does that influence but, but hold you? On, though? Hold on, because it's worse. It's worse. It's worse because what they're doing is they're relegating the role of a father to just being a provider, as if being a father implies no other responsibility to the family. Sure. Other than to fucking show up with a hunk of meat and a paycheck, yeah, right. As if the role of father is nothing more than just ook and ock, and here's a fucking you know T Rex yeah. on the table for everybody. That is insulting yeah. to fathers who yeah. parent, sure, right. That's intensely insulting to fathers who actually parent. And then he's he's implying, I think, through that. That which is crazy because he's a men's right activist, right? But he's a which fucking, is crazy, right? Yeah, but he's a fucking monster. But he's an idiot. Too. Yes, he like is. He, I, like the worst part is is that he can't even follow his own arguments well enough to articulate them Pro, all the way through. Yeah. So they took the fathers out of the homes. The government became the daddy of the family, and then the so-called civil rights leaders became the head of the people. And it's just been downhill ever since. Well, what happened? Well, that doesn't make any sense. No, that, I don't no. understand what any of that means. You're just making it up as you go on because that's not that's all garbage. He's he's blaming government checks on. He's blaming the the increase of single family or single parent households on government subsidies. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying, and then and he's that's, saying that destroys families. That's what he's. I, I think that's his argument. As a result of removing the father from the home. The homosexual was able to come in even more so. Why? Come what? in what? What, what did Why? they come in? <laughs> well, the mouth or the butt, usually. I mean, that's it bad. You know, you, could be the hand. That, you, you don't got, know. Yeah, I guess. There's got, a lot yeah, of options. Right. Yeah. I, I, don't mean to, I don't mean to essentialize. And take over the wife of the woman and the children. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. A gay guy's going to show up and take over the wife? Of the women and the children. I feel like if a gay dude shows up and takes over the wife, he's not gay anymore. <laughs> He's taking the wife. Come on, ride the train. <laughs> choo, choo, ride. Educate black children. Start convincing them that homosexuality is normal. Because the black community loves its homosexuals. I know that, you know, being homosexual in the black community is not a fucking easy road. Yeah. It's not fucking lollipops up your anus. Right. You know, well, maybe shit. it is, but well, people just, frown on it. You got to hide that. Right. You got to clinch, you gotta you gotta clinch right when shit, you're standing right? there. You got to clinch it right. <laughs> You gotta use a safety pop in case it disappears. You can get your finger around Tootsie it. Tootsie roll. <laughs> How many licks does it take uh, to get to the center of an anal pop? Uh, Zero, because I'm lot. not going anywhere a near that whole shit. Lot. The worst thing, the worst thing that can happen to boys and girls is to remove the father from the children. Because when you remove the father from the children, evil is able to come in and take over. What is that? That plus like now like women are not capable of preventing no. evil. Women, this is this, this is it's it's, it's sexist on every level. It's sexist to everybody. Everybody. Yeah. 
Everyone's insulted. Because you might not realize it, but even understand that men, that the man represent Christ in the family. (laughs) Here's your shovel, motherfucker. Dig yourself a hole. The thing is, though, I don't think anybody that listens to him is not already on on that sexist train. I think all those people are like, yeah, I'm sexist, too. Like, even the women are like, yeah, I'm sexist. Do you think he has any idea? That this is intensely insulting to both decent men and all women. I, I don't think he's smart enough to know that. I don't think actually. so. Either. I don't think he's I think smart he thinks he's that. like delivering yeah. a really radical I think I think he's I think he's viewpoint. I think the gotcha moments that he pulls out that we've seen are so blase and garbage that I think he thinks those are really like eureka moments and yeah. they're just you're just like, no, that's that's really stupid. Right. It's it's either stupid or horrible or horribly stupid. Yeah. yeah. Or, or completely predictable, yeah, right? right? And in the community and in the country. And if you could weaken that man, Eva understands that he can work through others and destroy the woman and children, and it's over for the country. And so until they took the black man out of his family, removed him away, the radical homosexuals were not allowed, they were not able to come in and take over the black community and deceive them and use them in the manner that they are using them today, because the mayor would say no to it. What? I, uh, what? Where does? How does any of that shit connect? I am. I'm. I'm staring. I am actually staring at the screen right now, trying desperately. It's like a David Icke book. <laughs> it's not. Well, it's pretty bad. It's, yeah, pretty, it's pretty bad, bad. right? It's yeah. like linking a bunch of shit that doesn't belong it's, together. It's fucking nibbly. Yeah, that's what it is. It's not. And in those days, men were not as emotional as they are today. <laughs> you notice that men are worse than women. Have you noticed that? Men are worse. When you say nowadays, men are worse than women. You have insulted men, and then you've insulted women. And there's actually this this crazy chain reaction that's occurring where the more I think about it, I can't decide who is being insulted more in that sentence. Yeah, Like, this is like the fucking nuclear fission of insults. It's so bad. Men are more emotional than women. They're worse than women now. Oh, everything about that sentence offends everyone involved in that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, you hurt my feeling. Oh, God. Don't speak to me that way. <laughs> They're worse than women. When I was growing up, I had a man acted that way, we would take him down in the woods and beat him. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. You take him in the woods? Where are you? We just, I love, I love the idea that, like. have never been taken in the woods ever. So, so the implicate, yeah, who's going to fucking. You take me to the woods and be fucking get your friends, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bring a couple. Well, he goes to the gym. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> right. He gets a bunch of people that go around him. And Holy hang shit. Like, yeah. So, so what he's suggesting is a man who doesn't portray enough strength is not seen as manly enough by his fellow men, and he needs to get beaten. And the solution, the solution is to, to beat him more up. man him is yeah. to beat the shit out of him in the That's woods. That's how that works. Yeah. 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 Every single. I don't know if you knew this, but every time your body. Uh, it actually a blow. no 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 every time every time a fist <laughs> hits your body it 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 all the cells in that area get the man gene turned on oh that's true and so the more yeah. fists you receive mm. unless they're in your anus if they're in your anus then you then it's <laughs> the opposite effect it's yeah, the opposite every, effect every, every but withdraw. if they're anywhere else any yeah. other fist 
touching your body. I'm actually, when I hit myself like this, the audience can't see, I'm making myself more manly. That's why when before the UFC fights. That's why I masturbate. Before the UFC fights, they bang on their own chest. They try to make themselves more manly before the fight. Uh, That's how this works. That's the whole caveman Tarzan It is, absolutely. You make yourself more manly before your fight. I I feel like this is true. And so you need to, you actually need to replenish that over and over and over (laughs) again. Because the mangine will turn off. Well, it starts to, it starts to, and you you start being like, oh, God. I'm turning into Ted Cruz. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> if you hit Ted Cruz in the chest, he'd collapse. God, if I hit Ted he Cruz collapsed. as hard as I playfully yeah. hit myself, he would fucking disintegrate. Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with you, man? And so they took the Christ out of the family, and the homosexual was able to come in. And ejaculate into the family. The homosexual was like able to come yeah. in. Because nothing, there's nothing a homosexual man wants more than a wife. Yeah, there's nothing a homosexual <laughs> man wants more than to be in a place where he's not wanted with a sex he's not interested in. <laughs> right? Yeah. But somebody else's kids yeah, to raise. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the worst deal ever. And say that the issue is a civil rights issue. A perverted lifestyle, a civil rights issue. And they start to educate young blacks about that. Hey, they're discriminating against us in the same manner that they're discriminating against you. And they are brainwashed generations and generations of black people to believe that. That guy is something else, man. <sighs> that guy that guy's that just guy a, he's just something a, else. He's not just a racist, but he's a homophobe. I mean he's got all he's the everything. And he's short. Like all those things against <laughs> you. You know what I mean? What's wrong with being short? Well, they're bad people. That's normally. where my power comes from. They're normally bad people. I can't argue with you. Yeah. I am a monster. <laughs> We want to thank all our patrons, of course, but we also want to thank uh, specifically uh, all of our new patrons, Andrew, Cecilia, Shane, Philip, Pitt Atheist, Catherine, Jenica, Amy, Totoro, Darn Monkey, Carolyn, Brian, Lord Trentonian Moody. That's terrific. Uh, okay. Seth Andrews of the oh. Thinking Atheist Podcast. Thanks, Seth, thank for being you, Seth. a patron. De Seth, I think. I don't know how to pronounce this. Uh, Joseph, Eric, Bridget, Justin, John, and Jason. Thank you so much for your generous donations. We really do appreciate it. Were there any PayPal's? There were. We got uh, a number of PayPal donations. Thank you so much from Helen, from Will. Um, thank you, Patrick, Wiz- Richard. Thank you, Amy, and thank you, Albert. Uh, remember, PayPal is another way that you can donate to the show. You simply go to dissonancepod.com, click on Donate, and you can donate through our website. I want to thank uh, everybody uh, who watched us on our live stream. We just did a live stream yeah. this last week. Uh, we decided to do uh, six or so hours of us watching election coverage and then covering stuff. We had three guests. Pardon me, we had four guests. Four, good. Yep. We had David Smalley. Yep. We had Thomas Smith, yep. David Michael, David Michael, and Andy Wilson, and Andy Wilson. Oh, and Bobby Carey. We oh, had Bobby five Carey. Guests. We had five guests that we uh, just we just were on. We talked to people via Skype. Uh, we watched stuff on TV, and then we also specifically looked at election results. And uh, if you watch that video, some of the audio quality is not as good as I would have hoped. We tried to do the very best we could, but it was sort of a ad hoc thing that we put together. It's our great hope that we're going to do more live stuff, though. Yep. So. Um, so we're hoping that in the future we can do more live stuff uh, in the studio. We're looking into a little bit of tech stuff to try to get that done. 
So uh, Tom and I and Megan are going to be going to ReasonCon this year. We are indeed. So if you're interested in going to ReasonCon this year, we are going to be there. Uh, we're looking forward to enjoying our time down in North Carolina. Nobody's ever enjoyed North Carolina. I just hope we can share with Megan the racist... Jesus Christ. ...statue that was in that one... Oh, in Hillbillies. In Hillbillies, The yeah. Confederate soldier the Confederate carved soldier. out of wood. Yeah, it was just awesome. So I hope Megan can prop me up, because I fucking drank my way through ReasonCon 3 or whatever, yeah. whatever it was. Well... Megan's going to show up. We're going to be there. So it should be a great time. We're looking forward to meeting people out there. So if you're going to go to ReasonCon, know that we will be there as well. We got a message from a bunch of people, but Devin sent this one in. This is an eggnog image Ugh. that we are posting to this week's it's show disgusting. notes. You can check it out. Episode 326. Uh, we got a message from Paul asking us if we have any holiday meetups planned. We do not have any holiday meetups, but we are right now in process of possibly working out something in January. We will keep you posted. We got a message from Sarah and a bunch of other people. I made a mistake last week when I mentioned that transgender people equals a transvestite. We were looking at an email that specifically called transgender people transvestites, and we were correcting the person, but we were wrong to conflate the two terms. Transvestite, I should have realized that transvestite isn't transgender just by going by the root, right? Like, so trans meaning something that shifts, vest meaning a nice vest that you wear, and ite meaning that's all right if you want to change. It's okay. So I should have done the... I should have done, done those. You should have. You should have roots, yeah, right? right? I should have done yeah. the roots, but I didn't think. Sound of it, it out, buddy. So sound I just it out. Sound it out. But transvestite means someone who dresses like a woman, mostly, typically, a man who dresses like a woman. Um, transvestite uh, does not mean transgender. So we just want to get that out of the way, so we stop getting email about it. And don't send me your email about sounded out as for spelling things or reading words. You don't. I'm fucking making a joke there too. <laughs> we'll get an email about everything. At this point, we're just getting just giving up. Oh, Josh sent in two limericks, Tom. Uh, why don't you read them? All right. There once were two men from Chicago whose combined guts could count as cargo. <laughs> to England one day, they lumbered away, and now there's an official embargo. <laughs> That's good. Now they're back from the land of Churchill to put a funny spin on all of our issues because at the end of the day, there's no other way to say that credulity is not a virtue. I like it. Thanks so That's much, Josh. Done. Thank you. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to do something right now that I said I wasn't going to do until I've June. done that a lot. I know, right? <laughs> so many times, Tom. So many times. It's like a weekly thing. I'm like, I won't do that again yeah. now. Uh, <laughs> right now. One, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand. It's not right now. Yeah. Later. Okay, so these are, uh, Natalie sent these in, and they're so brilliant. I've got to play all three of them. They are three calls to prayer, so I'm going to play them all three for you. I do not send in your calls to prayer yet, please. I'm only playing the these because they, they are exceptional, and I'm playing them. But the time will come when you can send your calls to prayer in. They will probably be in June. I think we're going to do that. I think from now on, what we're going to do is match the month of Ramadan, whatever, whenever oh, Ramadan's like happening. Yeah. We're going to we're accept gonna calls to prayer. We again. are going to get killed. <laughs> Here's to hoping. Oh hey, it's God. better than a Trump world. All right, so oh here we God. go. I'm so well here insured. We go. And I'm going to be, we're going to be fine in America. Trump's going to, he's got the cyber security solution. He'll extremely vet them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so these are the three calls to prayer. They are so good. They it's harmonize. So good. It's beautiful. Good. Okay, it's so next one. 
That's great. Good oh, job. That's terrific. And the final one. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I need. A little bit of Tina's what I see. <laughs> I love I, how it ends. I hate too. that song, but you did I a know, great, great job. job. Great job, Natalie. Natalie Thank you so tremendous. much. Those are awesome. Thank you. But please don't send more. Don't send more yet. Wait until Ramadan. We will be collecting them then. Save them. Save them for Ramadan. Oh, this one. Tom, uh, we got a message from Canadian Shocker. Yeah. He said, uh, you make fun of our Canadian whiskey. Yeah, we do because it's garbage. And we see to it that Trump becomes president. Make fun of our whiskey again, and we'll make sure you're doing stories on Supreme Court Justice Ted Nugent. <laughs> oh, God. I wonder if every time he, he, he had a dissenting opinion, he'd shit his pants. Every time you know he had a dissenting opinion, he'd shoot somebody. No, he'd just be like, he'd, just like how he got out of going to the Army. He shit, <laughs> his, shit pants. his pants. He just shits his pants. He's right? like, here's my dissenting opinion. Man, I'm a coward. <laughs> <laughs> We got a message from Mara, (coughs) and Mara sent in a ton of mess of of things that we can call President Trump, Tom. So why don't you read this list? Oompa Loompa in chief, Cheeto Benito, (laughs) the Philanderin Mandarin, (laughs) Jackass O'Lantern, Trumple Stiltskin. I like Trumple Stiltskin. Agent Orange, (laughs) Largemouth Ass. Creep throat, King Lear, Der Gropenfuhrer, the White Pride Piper, Lex Loser, the Hair Apparent, Dumpster Fire, <laughs> no Shar- Trumpster Fire, Trumpster Fire, it's I'm Trumpster sorry. Fire, Sharp Sharknado, Sharknado, Citizen Vane, Bigly Smalls is my favorite. A Clockwork Orange, Vanilla Isis. I love Vanilla Isis. The Shithead of State, <laughs> Gold McDonald Had a Farm, E-I-E-I, No, <laughs> Captain K.K. Kangaroo, <laughs> Fanta Claus, Hair Force One, Bitchy Rich, Confounding Father, Putin on the Ritz. I love them all. They're so good. Oh, Thank you these. so much, Mara. Bigly Those are Smalls is my favorite. My favorite is Vanilla Isis. That's great. But also uh, Creep Throat. <laughs> It's kind of reaching up there. Largemouth ass. <laughs> we got a great message. This is from Rosalie, and Rosalie lives in Cleveland. God, I'm so sorry. Uh, it says, Rosalie says, you asked for feedback on the live show you did on Electric Night. I really appreciate being able to agree with you. News, especially that news, can be way too oppressing without your raucous laughter and obscene remarks. Enjoy your polished... Uh, I- I enjoy your polish shows, but this raw one was great too. Very immediate. Felt like I was there with you. Please don't stop what you do. I need you. And then at the bottom it says, it says, now this is the the, the email is titled A Nearly 70-Year-Old Female Person in Cleveland Loves Your Show. <laughs> and then at the bottom, the PS is, I I think it would be fitting for me to exclaim glory hole, but I'm not <laughs> sure what I'd do with one if I saw it. <laughs> I just want to say, Rosalie, it's not what the glory hole does. You do with the glory hole. It's what the glory hole does does for you with you. (laughs) Thanks for listening, Rosalie. It makes us feel good. Ask not what you can do for your glory (laughs) hole.
Well, it's our great hope next time, Tom, to have Matt Dillahunty on the show. That'll be exciting. Uh, we're going to be covering a uh, a story with him and then just talking about sort of where he's at, what he's been up to, what he's planning on doing, and it should be a lot of fun. It's been a while since Matt's been on the show. Two years, yeah. And, uh, and we're both big fans of Matt, so we're, we're, we're excited. Hopefully we won't fanboy all over him. It'll be a lot of fun, though. So, um, But until then, we're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.